The Cyberpunk 2077 story is expanding, and not just through the new DLC. CD Projekt Red announced that a live-action experience is on the way. Be it a film or TV series, it'll be a brand new story sharing the world of the game and the highly acclaimed anime series. And it was a week full of bad news for a lot of video game companies. Layoffs, closures, even arrests. We'll talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry, coming to you on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined every single week by this man right here, full clip. What is going on? Yo, how's it going? You know, I had a pretty good week this past week. I actually got into some new to me and uh, new games in general. Mm, I love when you say that. It's, it excites me because, yeah. like I said, you know, you've been, you've been my, I've been living vicariously through you with my injured hand, oh, not yeah. fully healed. So I just, I can't wait to hear uh, what you gotten into. Spill it. Hit me with All it. All right. So I gave you that teaser at the very end of the last episode oh, that yeah. when you saw yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. The first few minutes there, you weren't going to know what it was. Uh, so it was uh, Thug Pro, and that is a mod that overhauls the game Tony Hawk's Underground 2. So okay. if you can go find a copy of Tony Hawk's Underground 2, you can install that mod for free. Then there's a big community of people making all these custom skaters, uh, custom models for the game. Um, they have taken in mostly all of the original maps from the entire Tony Hawk's Underground and Pro Skater series and put them into this one game and uh custom maps as well yeah okay i watched i watched your uh you put a little content out with you playing it um it looks great there's a lot of content there a lot of maps yeah. you were playing as like hank hill you were playing yeah. who else were you playing as hank hill in uh san andreas in the map for san andreas yes. um one punch man on the titanic yes uh kakashi from naruto at a taco bell parking lot and <laughs> Let's see, Walter White at Madtown Skate Park from uh, Rocket That's Power. Right. Little throwback there. Um, how did it play? It, it's it's exactly like Tony Hawk's Underground 2. And okay. it really doesn't feel as dated as you'd think from something from, I think, 2004. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty old game, but it still feels like really snappy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you were hitting all the combos and everything. Like nothing, yeah. had, you know, like you never missed a beat. So. Now, with some of these custom maps... That's where you get into a little strangeness. Like the Titanic map, it was not very good. I mean, yeah. kudos yeah. to the person who recreated the Titanic as a right. skate park, but you don't want a skate park that's like 12 feet wide. Yeah, it didn't really uh, have much flow to it. It seemed like you were getting stuck a lot. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I love the modding community and what they like add to these games. Now, how old is this, this whole, the mod thing? I think Thug Pro has been around for about five years from what okay. I was seeing. All right. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh it's still like a, a vibrant community, I guess. Was there a lot are there a lot of other like characters that uh you can play as that you didn't include oh, in yeah. the thing? Yeah. All kinds. Yeah. What was the what's the strangest one? Mm. 
I probably didn't even see the strangest one. I'm, mm. I was just looking for a, a solid crew of, of gotcha. characters I'd be interested gotcha. in, just searching mm. them up. All right. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah, everybody, go check it out. If you're a fan of Tony Hawk, which is available now, to uh, the re- the remake, the oh yeah, one Tony and two Hawk remake, one and two are out on PC now, so that's pretty cool or Steam, whatever. Um, nice. You get in anything else? Yeah, got into Thief Simulator two. Played that a little bit last night oh. for the first time. Did a quick video on that first hour and a half or so of gameplay. So what is that now? Is it like heists? Or are you just pickpocketing? Are you robbing, uh, mugging people? Not really pickpocketing. Not not so much the people there. There are people around and they're in their house, and you have to make sure you don't wake them up or get seen by them if it's they're just like already home awake. invasions. Mostly, yeah. But you can oh, also, geez. I believe, steal cars eventually. Okay. And you can scrap them for parks and stuff like that. I, dude, I love that every week you have a new simulator that you're playing. <laughs> yes. And yeah, they get, okay. they're getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> yeah, I should mention that this was the uh, Playway, the developer that is over Car Mechanic Simulator and a bunch of these games. Oh, it is okay. their developer sale on Steam. So a lot of this stuff is uh, discounted like 20 to 90%. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I'm, I hope you bought more simulator games to talk about next week. I got a couple. All right, I'm. This is gonna be a simulator moment with full clip every week. Um, nice, nice, very cool. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't get to play anything. Uh, I've been watching a lot of movies, so you know, it's, we're getting into it's the spooky season. So I'm watching some yeah. horror movies, and uh, I did play. Uh, I played a little bit. Tested. I got a new game. Was testing it out yesterday on my Steam Deck, um, and uh, it's one of our new releases. So uh, should we move along? Jump into that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's talk about our new releases from this past week. All right, first up, this is the game that I, I got into a little bit. This is, I, you know, I, I'm easing my way back into into gaming. Battle Shapers came out on PC uh, on October 3rd. It's, so it's in early access now, and I've been looking forward to this game for a while. I played the demo during... The, I think it's the the previous Steam, the Next Fest, where they always have like a bunch of demos come out or whatever. And what it is, it's a first-person shooter uh, roguelike. So it plays a lot like um, it plays a lot like Overwatch, believe it or not. It's very uh, fluid, uh, tight, really smooth, and very colorful, too. So it, it's got a lot of that look. But... Um, you go, so it's the same as like any roguelike where you go into a room, you defeat the waves of enemies, and then you, you pick up loot. And some of that loot is new weapons that you can attach these things called cores where you get new abilities and stuff like that. And then you get to choose, um, a a boss that you want to battle. And this is where it kind of gets like a, a Mega Man style feel because each one of the bosses has like a different ability that when you beat them, you can get that ability. Um, so it, it's pretty cool. And, um, same thing as a rogue, like you die, you lose everything, but while you're playing, you earn crystals and you could buy permanent power-ups and then get back out there. So the, the cycle, the loop of the gameplay is very well done and it's, and it's great. One problem that I'm having, and it seems to be a me problem because I've done Google searches that is my, the game keeps crashing on the steam deck at certain points. I reset the Steam Deck. I, um, you know, I tried the new. There's a, a 3.5 like preview um, build, and I tried that. Nothing really helped it. It gets to a certain point, it freezes up, and then 
it just it poops it poops out so i'm playing off an sd card i don't know if that matters so i gotta test it a little bit more it happened a couple times and like i said i, I google it expecting like this to be an issue because it, the game's brand new and it's an early access and it's not an issue so if i can't um find any fixes or whatever i'll probably send a message to the dev uh, and see you know see what they say but I'm having a blast. It's a great game. If, you're, if any fans of, of FPSs or roguelikes, um, this is it's very well made. It's the, the level of polish on this game, and it's still in early access. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be real good. All right. Next up, Assassin's Creed Mirage came out October fifth on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and PC. We're back, baby. Assassin's Creed. This one. Um, from what I'm hearing, it's it's back to a, the earlier style, more linear gameplay, stealth based, not so much a a role playing game like these ones have been. It's like you know you can get uh, new abilities and stuff, but you're not getting XP. It's a yeah. story, and you're out there to play it. Set in ninth century Baghdad, and um, yeah, it's the same same old stuff. This one is like. Balsim or something is the character you play as. You got the same the parkours there, um, and from what I'm hearing, it's just it's just more focused. It's not this huge open world. It's more uh, it's smaller, more linear, more just kind of like focused on nailing the 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 core gameplay of it. So yeah, you know that that seems like a welcome change for the series because it's gotten so so broad, and there are so mm -hmm. many games that do this same formula right like uh horizon forbidden west those type of games where it's like you've got a lot of content all over the map all the time um you have that like 30 seconds between intervals of things happening over and over and over again and sometimes it's just a little much for completionists so if they I, scale it back a little bit so that's actually possible to complete it that's great that's exactly how i feel yeah it's i not every game needs to be this huge open world tell more of a story um i mean this is my personal preference and we've talked about it a bunch of times that i like to be you know told a story a lot of times i don't like to have to go out there and explore the world and make my own story sometimes so uh it's good to hear again you know i've still never played an assassin's creed game uh i don't plan to, to start with this one but someday it's gonna happen yeah well I, they've got like 10 more on the i know ready to go right i know if they ever come out with that you know they were they were talking about possibly that Black Flag like remake remaster or whatever. Yeah, that's the game that interests me the most out of the whole series. Um, because I've heard great things. If that ever happens, that might be the one I start with. Yeah, I'd be into getting in back into that. And also they had one I think it was called like Jade or something, and it was just like a Japanese mm, samurai mm, mm, style. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. All right, and then last up, Detective Pikachu Returns came out October 6th on the Nintendo Switch. Um, you got the little Pikachu with his little hat on and his friend Tim, and they're out there solving mysteries. This one's more of a visual novel. It's a, it's a departure from every one of the, the Pokemon games. Um, unfortunately, so this is a remake, and it's not getting the best reviews. Um, it's... They're saying it's like it's too easy. It's they're like, who is this game for? Every review I read, because the story is kind of dark, but the gameplay is for like eight year olds. So yeah. they're oh. like, I don't understand who who this is for. And they said that like because the the mysteries that you're solving are so simple that it's it's kind of just boring. 
So unfortunate, but um, you know, not every Pokemon game is going to be a winner. Yeah. So I know you were excited for this one. <laughs> All right, and that's it. Those were our uh, our three major releases. Um, anything you want to add uh, to them, or should we just keep ch- chugging along? Now nah, let's get on to the headlines. All right, it's time for news of the week. Top news story this week is more of a question. What the fuck is happening in the video game industry? We got layoffs, closures, there have been arrests this week, and it's like, I don't know what's happening. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, and it does not seem that way from looking at every single day you look at the news, and it's something negative is happening to to these these companies so starting off um i mean we talked so even last week not included on this list we talked about the sega um whole thing they canceled hyenas which i've come to find out was their highest budgeted game that they've made and it was near completion and then epic uh we talked about them laying off um close to 900 people and now they're raising the price for their um, game engine. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. This week, Naughty Dog uh, got hit with the with the layoffs. Not as huge. They're um, they're laying off about twenty five uh, temporary workers, what they call them, and, and mostly the quality assurance staff. Which you're going to see, there is a common thread of these layoffs. It's always the quality assurance uh, people. Um, but full-time staff, they said, have not been impacted. But what has been impacted is the possible um, release of the Last of Us multiplayer game that people have been looking forward to for so long, that has been promised for so long. Um, no, Nothing official came out, but Bloomberg reported that the game, um, the development on the game had slowed down uh, due to a poor internal review from Bungie who I guess is, you know, Sony acquired them recently, so they must be, you know, using them to gauge the the quality of their, you know, shooters or live service games or whatever. But, um, yeah, so they're saying it's currently on ice, the, the multiplayer version. So I don't know what that means. Doesn't sound good, though. Telltale Games. Layoffs there. They just came back. They just came out with uh, their first game, The Expanse. Yeah. Um. And they've been working on um, The Wolf Among Us 2, which I don't know if that's going to come out. But, um, yeah, it started. There was um, a a former employee, Jonah Huang, posted on Twitter. He said, this is a sore subject, but I feel it necessary to add to the gaming layoff news. Telltale laid most of us off early September. um, And he said the status of The Wolf Among Us 2, he can't say um so pretty crazy telltale released a statement saying due to current market conditions we regrettably had to let some of our telltale team go recently we did not take this action lightly and our commitment to storytelling and finding new ways to do so remains the same we are grateful to everyone for their dedication along this journey and we are working to support everyone impacted all play all projects currently in development are still in production and we have no further updates at this time but um yeah, I don't know, man. 
it, it, the way the the way the guy said Telltale laid most of us off. I don't know what that means. Yeah, like his own team or something, or yeah, is I don't know how many people are working at Telltale or how many people yeah. they laid off. They didn't get into any like information um, like that. And then um, lastly, Team Seventeen, uh, their QA department um, was mostly laid off about fifty layoffs over there and then the ceo michael pattison uh he just bounced he's like i'm out at this place um but they said team 17 uh commented in response to the reports concerning the departure of michael pattison from team 17 we can confirm we have amicably parted ways with michael but he also confirmed that we have sadly entered into a period of consultation today within team 17 digital with astragon and story toys remaining unaffected by the restructuring plans so um yeah. yeah, it's crazy. What's dude. what's going on in QA? Because this is not the first time it's come up. I mean, right. we've had to talk about Activision or, uh, you know, whoever is under Activision that was working on the original Warzone. I think they had ended up laying off a bunch of people who were doing the QA for Warzone. Mm-hmm. And then also there were big problems. Apparently, CD Projekt Red, they had outsourced their QA, but they kind of blamed the mess that was Cyberpunk's release on them. Right, and I think they were unionizing their QA department, um, which is great because this seems to keep happening. Now, you know that what's going to happen is like years from now, we're going to have a bunch of games come out that are just shit because they weren't quality yeah. tested because they didn't have the staff to do so. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And then on top of that, um, we got news that former Ubisoft execs um, were arrested after a year-long sexual harassment investigation, five executives um, arrested um, due to these uh, sexual uh, misconduct allegations. Now, we talked about that when it first happened, I mean, a, a while ago, a long time ago, and they said they were, you know, cleaning up their, the whole thing, and it's, um, yeah, it didn't seem like much changed, and now, um, you know, this is happening. So this is out of France, um, I guess the, the case is being handled by the public prosecutor's office in the Paris district of Bobigny. I'm probably not saying that right. Um, it says, after simultaneous complaints were made by the Solidaires Informatique Union and two victims on their own behalf, judicial police then collected testimonies from around 50 current and former employees. And um, the plaintiff's lawyer told uh, the investigation reveals systemic sexual violence. Those two words together are never great. No. Unless you're into that sort of thing. But, you know, cons- uh, with consent. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, dude. It's just, it's shit's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and of course that's not the time we've, first time we've had to talk about that either in the gaming industry. Right. So maybe, maybe this is just what happens with industries that are so big. I mean, as unfortunate as that is to say. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And then lastly, we're here, like, so BioWare um, recently, and we talked about this, they they terminated a bunch of their employees. And um, now those employees, seven of them, are suing BioWare for better severance, basically. Um, so they were, like, seven of them have an average of 14 years at BioWare, um, and they, re- they refused BioWare's low offer. So can you imagine 14, an average of 14 years, dude? So some of those people worked there for a long time, got yeah. fired, and then got shit on, 
you know, like that's crazy, man. So, so they're suing. Usually, places have awarded at least one month of severance pay for every year of service with the company, uh, including the value of all employee benefits. Uh, BioWare, according to the firm, offered significantly less than that amount and refused to negotiate any kind of increase. Uh, and these are people that worked on, or were working on, up, up right up until this point, the new Dragon Age game, which seems to be in a weird limbo too. So they said, um, you know, they they the employees were saying, in light of the numerous recent industry layoffs and the fact that BioWare's NDAs prevent us from showing any of our recent work on Dragon Age Dreadwolf in our portfolios, we are very concerned about the difficulty many of us will have finding work as the holiday season approaches. So yeah. they're not getting severance. They can't show their work and are they're worried, you know, yeah. don't blame them. No, for the long timers, I mean, you're getting screwed, but for the, for the newcomers, if this is your first big project and you've been working there for a few right. years on something that's never going to release, you don't have a portfolio and you have a basically a three year gap in your resume. Yes. Yes, and on top of that, you're not getting any decent severance to to live. So, yeah, this was all this all happened this week, day after day. So it was it was really a bummer looking at it. Usually, you know, we got exciting, fun stuff to talk about, um, but yeah, it's a bunch of jar a bunch of garbage. Although there's one thing, and I know it's going to excite you, the nightmare slash dream depending on how you look at it of the microsoft activision blizzard king acquisition may be over next week they're saying it could possibly the deal could possibly close as soon as next week how does this make you feel overall i i think this is probably a good thing uh, because we, we talk about all these problems it just seems like the gaming industry is stretched too wide it's uh, oversaturated right now. And this is the kind of thing that might help just kind of shrink it back up for us. Yeah, that's a that, good point. That way, maybe, I mean, I don't want to say that, like, competition is bad in any way. It's obviously very good. But the problem is, if there's so much and our, our dollars are stretched so thin mm -hmm. as it is, we're not going to be able to support the industry that just keeps growing and growing and growing indefinitely. Yeah, We've got to focus in on the games that are high quality and stop getting ripped off by people putting games out every, you know, every other day. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so this is dependent on the approval of UK's Competition Markets Authority. Um, and so I guess their review process um, expired this past week. And now um, a decision is expected next week ahead of the 90-day extension agreement, um, So which expires on... Uh, October 18th. So yeah, um, soon we'll have some information soon. Now on the downside of this, the one thing that always comes with acquisitions or mergers is the elimination of redundancy. So, you know, the following week we couldn't be hearing about more layoffs, um, yeah. affecting these companies, but, uh, you know, we'll see. And that, yeah, that seems to be the trend following these big acquisitions. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it was a crazy week. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of weird stuff happening in the video game industry and not like not enough cool new games being announced. That's what I like. Yep. That's the news I'm here for. But um, while we're talking about Blizzard, let's talk about Diablo 4 real quick. So they um, it's going to be the second game from Blizzard coming to Steam. We had Overwatch 2 come out earlier this year, which um, is 
it it wasn't received well. We'll just leave it at that. Being the worst reviewed Steam game ever. Um, hopefully Diablo 4 will fare better when it does hit the uh, the Steam. You think it's going to be um, received better than, than Overwatch 2? It's gotta, right? <laughs> I really don't know. This is a little out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, so people were upset with Overwatch 2 because of what it was. What it promised, what it didn't deliver. Diablo, yeah. on the other hand, has delivered, has come through with an uh, amazing game. Um, and the release of it on Steam is coinciding with the start of Season 2. Um, which sounds really, really cool. It's got, um, it's based like uh, it's vampire based. It's called Season of the Blood. Uh, it says it's focused on vampires um, who became the latest major scourge of sanctuary in the wake of Lilith's actions uh, in Diablo 4 campaign. The player is infected with vampirism and gains evil powers to wield against this classic foe, giving a pl- plenty of excuses for new deadly powers uh, for players to add. So um, they also introduce new NPC, Eris, who's a crossbow-wielding vampire hunter. Um, and then on top of that, there's a bunch of changes to the end game and uh, things that are happening after level 50, which um, has become quite a grind, people are saying. So uh, they're changing how XP works after level 50 to make it uh, 40% faster to level up to um, level 100, which is the, the max. And then on top of that, um, they're looking at the inventory system with gems and stuff like that. So they did, they took a lot of concerns into consideration and have been, um, you know, really tweaking it since they've, you know, since Diablo has become this live service game, you know, that requires these nerfs and, and stuff like that. So yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. I'm excited to see what, how it does on Steam. Uh, with the user ratings and stuff like that. And also, I'm excited. I haven't played Diablo uh, in a while, just because there's been so much other stuff. But the talk of Season 2 has got me uh, excited to check it out. The vampire idea uh, is really cool. And then, um, yeah, just to be able to to be able to be do that grind a little bit easier, which is where I'm at now. And it's kind of like a, a slog, you know? All right, and on the other side of the console world, Sony is attempting to bring in more subscriptions to their PlayStation Plus by offering uh, movies uh, in the deluxe and premium package now. So they had a movie service called Bravia Core, uh, and now it's called Sony Pictures Core. So it's a a little bit of a rebranding. And what that is, it's like you can um, buy or rent movies, kind of just like how, like, you know, Apple has their their system, but this is with Sony Pictures and that sort of thing. So you could rent uh, like the new Spider-Man movie, Uncharted, Equalizer movie. So all that stuff you can rent through there. But on the PlayStation Plus side, if you are a subscriber to PlayStation Plus Premium and Deluxe, um, you get access to a catalog of over 100 movies um, that are just available to stream which is pretty cool. I looked at the list. Uh, some good ones. You know, uh, you got your your, your Looper and uh, Wreck, all those uh, things. Um, so, yeah, it's I think that's pretty cool. They have the, the you know, it's, they have the, the movies. They have the service. Why not? Yeah. You know, there's no downside to it, I don't think. Yeah, and this is like the smartest move I've seen out of Sony in a while regarding PlayStation Plus. Because yeah. we just keep comparing them to Game Pass, and it's like, Xbox has Microsoft's hordes of wealth. 
they can do whatever they want. They can pay way too much for stuff to get it on Game Pass yeah. to get you over there to their console instead. But Sony doesn't necessarily have that. What they do have, though, is that catalog mm-hmm. of movies from Sony Pictures Entertainment. Yeah. So they've, I mean, they've even got what, like Minions and stuff? I think they make Minions with Illumination. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but uh, One, whatever they have, they got a lot of movies at their do. disposal. And I think this is a, a smart move. And another thing um, that they're going to add somewhere down the line, they they acquired uh, uh, Crunchyroll back in 2020 and haven't really done anything with that. So they're they're saying that they're going to be putting a selection of anime content from Crunchyroll on the service as well. So um, that you know, anime fans, um, that could be a big a big uh, uh, thing for them too. You know, so yeah, that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah, yeah they bought it for. 1.175 billion back in 2020 and haven't really done much with it so i like that i mean this isn't the sort of change that's going to make me run and get a playstation yeah. and sign up for this service but if i already have it i'm more likely to keep it now that some perks are coming along exactly yeah especially like you know we just talked about the the price raise of it you know and they're giving back a little bit you know it's still i still think it's that you know the price hike was a little much but you know it's nice that they're not asking for more and they're kind of delivering they're giving something back so that's good um maybe one day we'll see a cyberpunk movie on that service because they recently announced that they are in the process of uh creating a live action cyberpunk 2077 either movie or show that's how that's how much information we know about this we don't know what it's going to be, but they're like, hey, we're going to do it. Um, so they're working with uh, Anonymous Content. It's a company they did, um, True Detective, Mr. Robot, and then The Revenant Spotlight. So um, they're in good hands. I think, uh, you know, could be could be really good. What would you want to see? If you were if you were the, the creators of this, what would you do? I don't even know, really. Um, as far as, like, the story and narrative of this go... I want something different from the game and Edge Runner series because Edge Runner series was great. Yeah. And I love the way that they put it into the game. I know that they said that uh, this DLC pack would be the only major DLC pack for Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, mm-hmm. but maybe they'll do some small things like they did with Edge Runner to sort of incorporate it in, like using, um, they used music from there and they put it on a radio station in the game. Just, Gives you a lot of feelings after you've watched that show. Sure. I, I hope they do the same thing with the movie or, or TV show. Would you, What would you prefer, a movie or a TV show? We've already kind of had the TV show experience through the anime, I feel like. So maybe a movie would be cool. But they've got to get it right. And that means having the budget for it. Would you want to see like a continuation of, like, Keanu, would Keanu... Keanu Reeves be in it? Mm. Would you see it <laughs> I'm barely a fan of Keanu Reeves being in the game right now. Gotcha. I'm not not so into the Johnny Silverhand part of things. No. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. What about Idris Elba? Do you, uh, are you familiar with that mm. part? Get in the DLC I've not, yet? Yeah, not played the DLC yet. I hope All to. Right. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, this is a ways off. They're Right now, they're still they're looking for a screenwriter. So yeah. nothing is created. They've just got a, a, an idea in place, so. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, if they wanted to have like cameo appearances by those people in this movie or show, uh, so be it. That'd be cool. But it should be its own like standalone experience, I think. Yeah. Now, what would you like to see um, 
a Lego uh, version of Cyberpunk 2077. I'd love to see that. Now, would it be Cyberpunk 2077 Legos or like the Lego movie, but like with Cyberpunk, uh, uh, you know, characters? That would be really cool. Yeah, we got to work on this. Yeah. Well, Lego is continuing their takeover of the world with uh, another IP from Nintendo, uh, Animal Crossing. So they just released a little trailer showing that they are um, going to be making um, Animal Crossing themed Nintendo uh, or uh, Legos, um, which I was just so my son gets excited every year. Right around this time, Amazon sends a like a toy book and um he got it came the other day and he gets excited to go through and circle everything he wants for Christmas. And every IP has Lego now. It's insane, dude. Yeah. I could not believe I'm like, this they're making Lego version. Like, it's crazy. I'm surprised Animal Crossing it took this long to get um because the Mario Legos are awesome. Yeah. Have you ever uh are do you ever make Lego? I've seen some. I, I don't really buy them. They're a little expensive. They're so expensive, dude. For my they kid, take up a lot of like, space. Yeah, my kid, my kid, uh, he's super into Minecraft Legos. I mean, we just got it. We're we're it's sitting right here. We were building. Uh, we're building. We got his new. Look at this little cutie. Uh, we're building it today. Um, but they're so expensive. It's a very big reward for him when he, you know, when he's good because yeah. But if I had all the money in the world. I would love it, dude. I, I, something about, and it's probably the same thing as putting together like, like models or like your, your mechs or whatever. It's yeah. just something about it, man. It just feels, you know, good. Like the whole process of building it and following uh, instructions and then like having a completed product. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm into it. And, you know, these, uh, did you see the trailer for this? The yes. Lego X Animal Crossing? Yep. I was kind of like really hoping there'd be a game. Yeah. I like that style. I like the Animal Crossing characters in that Lego style. Yeah. And the animation that they use there. I mean, if it's if it gets popular enough, um, I'm sure your wife's going to buy all of these. So One of us will end up <laughs> buying them all, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if they get, you know, if they get big enough, maybe you'll see a, a, a Lego Animal Crossing game, which I think would be yeah. a lot of fun. Um, over at Nintendo, though, it's an end of an era. They are shutting down the online services for the 3DS and the Wii U. This comes um, April 2024. Um, all the, the 3DS, 2DS, Wii U, all those things, you can no longer um, use the online play or other functionality that uses online communication for those games. This includes online co-op, internet rankings, and data distribution. Well, I did hear that Splatoon, the original Splatoon, had just been fixed, and people are kind of mad that this is just going to take it right back away. Oh, uh, what was that on? Was that a, a Wii? I I think Wii U. You? I mean, I I don't know how old. Like, it's got to be pretty old, man. 3DS, Wii U. It's a long yeah. time ago. I yeah, see. no, I believe you'll still be able to download the games that you paid for. You just won't be able just to buy new games. Yeah. You won't be able to play them online. But uh, specifically, Pokey Bank and Pokey something else that are like intricate parts of being able to trade your Pokemon between di different uh, generations of games, those will still continue to work. Interesting. All right. Good. Good. You don't want to piss off those Pokemon fans. No. <laughs> All right. And last up, Dino Lords. This is the shit I like to talk about. New game trailers. 
we got a trailer for this new game and it looks awesome um it is basically like a strategy building simulator medieval times type thing so the whole time they're, you're watching this trailer and there's building this castle and they're manning the walls and you gotta control the people and then all of a sudden like this other like army comes to your castle and the dude's driving a t-rex or something man and he just smashes through the wall and the music starts going crazy i'm like this looks so cool it was i was yeah. i had i not seen that the title was dino lords i would have been very surprised because there was no mention of dinosaurs the entire time until they show it like bursting onto the scene. But um, yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it doesn't come out until 2025. So yeah. we got a ways to ways go. Away. Yeah, I'm into it, though. I'm just imagining like you have maybe a Triceratops that's your battering ram and you have a one of those like bronchiosauruses or something that's yes. like a trebuchet. Yeah, like a yeah, you got the stegosauruses out there. My favorite pterodactyls dropping shit. Oh yeah, I like the ankylosauruses. Remember those ones with the big like hammers uh, on their tail? It's like they either have like the oh, spike yeah. or the bulby thing on their tail. And they yeah. smash it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna this the the dinosaurs in this game are gonna make or break the game. There's so many other like you know building uh, simulator warfare style games, but yeah, if you yeah. get a nice selection of dinosaurs that you can like really go and, and mess people's uh, worlds up. I think it's going to be fun. And then, you know, if it's got a, you know, a multiplayer or online aspect too, I think that's going to, Oh yeah. Uh, it's got to be that. dope. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it'll be available early access in Q1 2025. So we'll see. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else you want to chat about? No, that's it. All right. Thanks so much. For checking out this episode of gaming news weekly be sure to uh you know go check out our youtubes uh you can watch this show pop culture playground i got a bunch of other stuff over there uh or game facts g-a-m-e-f-a-x where you find full clip playing tony hawk pro skater mods with uh hank hill uh he's stealing people's cars and thief simulators doing all the things yep. um also you can check out fruit lab great website where you can watch video game content, post video game content, um, and earn pips. It's a cryptocurrency that you could use to buy gift cards. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Definitely go check that out. Or check out our show, the podcast version, the audio version. Anywhere podcasts are found, just got to type in GNW. You'll find this show there. Hit subscribe, download all, go back to the beginning, listen from the start, because you need to know the history of video games. From our perspective, that's it's a rule. There will be a test, yes. and then um, yeah, and then check out. We're on uh, Instagram, TikTok, posting a bunch of daily content over there. If you missed anything, you could go check out little uh, little tiny snippets to keep you informed. Um, I think that's it, right? Did we get it. Did it all. That's it. All right. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week with more gaming news weekly.